and welcome to Intuitate Radio. Here we are again. With intuitive dating expert and medium, Marissa Liza Powell. And in relationship strategist and expert, CJ Weston. MA. MS. Master of Science and Master of Arts. It doesn't matter in the dating world of love because you know what? You can't really master that. You can't learn that in school. Nobody ever becomes a master, truly. Master of disaster. That's what we're talking about today. Today is the Master of Disaster show. You know why? Why? We're bringing on dating uh, dating situations that went disastrous. Mm, we sure are. You know? We've got some stuff. We got some Hollywood heavy stuff coming in at you today. You thought Trista Sutter from The Bachelor. That was that was like candy coating and fantasy. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. there were unicorns and rainbows around Trista. Knight in shining armor. We've got the extreme of that uh-huh, today. Uh-huh. Do you want to tell us who we have? Today on into a date radio from warrant the band warrant the rock band their video cherry pie (laughs) bobby brown model in the cherry pie video she's my cherry pie and today (laughs) she's on into a date radio and she's volunteered to be your cherry pie right and she wrote a book called dirty rocker boys love and lust on the sunset strip let me tell you something she does not hold anything back in this tell all and not only are we bringing her on to discuss her new book and her search for love in Hollywood, because that's just going to be a, an amazing interview. We also have, and I love having people on here that we're talking about just dating lives that are that are crazy, dating, dating situations. We are bringing the general manager of Connoisseur Media on today again, because Andy's we had a, back. Andy's back. Andy Rosen. Yes, Welcome back, morning. Andy. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. And we uh, had Andy on, I would say, I'm not sure, what, a couple weeks ago? Yep. Yeah. And uh, we were talking about business, your love life. Things were kind of getting off, simmering. You know, we were, you were going on a date after the show. Yep. And uh, do you know who we're having on later, by the way? No, who? Bobby Brown from Warren's Cherry Pie video from the 80s. Oh, Remember that video, model. Andy? Uh, she no. was a hottie. <laughs> well, look at this picture. Look at this picture. Oh, look at that. Now I remember. Yeah, of course you do. You had a, a, a lot of stories about love and, and Hollywood and, and a, a lot of things that weren't your fantasy relationship like The Bachelor. That's what we were talking about. She's mm. been down some amazing roads, bounced back from a lot of things. But um, so have you. So have you. Yes. And we're here, and I know I, I came in to see you the other day, because I always go go back there to say hi, because we have our little, you know, we, we advise each other after the show, and uh, you told me you had a, a change of events here. So do you want to talk about that today? Yeah, could you be more specific in your question? I don't, I, are, am I allowed to be specific? Yeah, please. Okay, so I could just ask whatever? Anything. Okay. So the last time you were here, you said, Marissa, come here, come here. This is before we had you on the air. You said that you were you met a new girl and you you were taking her out to lunch and you wanted my vibe about the whole thing. Yes. And you came in, we talked about it. The moment I saw you guys outside, there was a definite energetic imbalance for me. You guys looked to be very different people, and immediately I was like, mm, I don't, I don't know if this is gonna work. You know, that's code for she's beautiful and I'm not. No, <laughs> no. I know you, Andy. I've gotten to know you. I think you're a wonderful man. You're very dapper. Look, you have your blazer, your jeans on. You're always Thank styling, you. always profiling. Thank you. And you're you're charming. And no, there's nobody above you. Okay. Thank you. I am Team Andy. I agree. So I'm in yeah. I'm in your corner in the in the boxing match. Andy's okay? number one. Andy's number one. Scholar and a gentleman you. here. Thank yeah. you. And uh, you're nice to everybody, and you got you got a good style, good flair. You know. Mm. So 
No, that's not what I meant. No, it's differences of energy is what I picked up. Right. So you guys went out. Now, where did you go to eat? We went to a place in Princeton, Agrigola, I think it's called. Okay, what's that about? Well, what they do is they only use, uh, the food is all local. Okay, and so, organic. Yeah, everything's locally done, and it's a really great restaurant, and uh, it was nice. It was pouring out. It was a nice restaurant. We had a nice time. Okay, so you guys had a nice time, and then you and I talked after that. And normally, I don't like telling people on their first dates what I feel. I kind of refrain, because if you find you like her, I want you to move forward with her without Marissa in the back of your mind saying, you know, sabotaging the whole thing. So I purposely did not tell you anything about what I felt. So you called me and you're like, I'm not feeling it at that point. You weren't really connecting, correct? Did I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but yeah, yeah. We were just getting to know each other. Yeah. So I felt like a friendship coming on, which yeah. was perfectly fine. Yeah. And then all of a sudden things just rapidly changed. Okay. So at that point you didn't think it was going to turn into a romantic situation. You no. thought maybe it was going to be a friendship. You liked yes. her as a person. Yes. So at that point I felt free to share my opinion because uh. <laughs> I thought you were you had made your decision. Right. I didn't expect to come in the other day and to hear you say, well, it changed again. Yeah. So how are you feeling about it now? Uh, really good. You know, like the more I've gotten to know her, uh, what I really respect is how she pulled herself up from a really tragic childhood all by herself. Didn't go to college, high school dropout, started her own salon and spa, had it for 25 years. Then she decided... Yeah, her father had been a controversial radio personality in the 60s, and he was actually shot to death by her mother. Oh, jeez. And she witnessed that and got hit, and she saw a bullet in her knee from the incident. And I'm like, how many people, you know, could pull themselves up from that, not use it as an excuse, and have a successful business? So after 25 years of that, she just said, you know what? My passion is broadcasting, and... She got rid of the business and she went to the Connecticut School of Broadcasting and thought it was going to be like a real college, you know, right. <laughs> sororities and everything. Uh, but at that age, I don't think you want to be in a sorority. But uh, she did it and then she worked like heck and ended up getting a show on XM. Seriously. Oh, wow. Okay. So what kind of show does she do on XM? Well, she did. She's not doing it now. Okay. Uh, it was on the, um, the, the Playboy channel. Wow. Yeah. So tell me about that, because I'm interested now. Oh, uh, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> actually, I've listened to a bunch of the shows, and uh, very, very funny. Her co-host is uh, a gay right-winger who's a tea partier. Who, wow. How is that even possible? <laughs> I don't even yeah. know how paradox. that's possible. <laughs> right. And he, uh, <laughs> he doesn't like effeminate gay people. Like, he's just, he, you know, he's like all about, you know, being... <laughs> Being a man. straight, yeah. And then she'd have these great guest hosts on all the time. Uh, one of them actually was uh, the co-host of a disc jockey that used to work for me in mornings in Philly, who's extremely funny. He's in Dallas now. And I listened to the show and I was crying. He, like there are things they did that I can't talk about here, but yeah. that was, you know, the, the whole shtick of that channel was we want you to cross the edge as opposed to broadcasting where we bump up against the edge. Uh, so anyway, yeah, that's her background and wow. And what really, really, really started to attract me to her was all the rich detail and the stories of all the things that she'd done to help other people, you know, even without she could be broke and she'd still find a way to help people. Yeah. 
And I remember one day we went on a date and she knows how important my kids are to me. And uh, she brought me picture frames with pictures of all my kids. I'm like, wow, how did you get this? Something else. Yeah. So she went on to the Facebook and everything. And so, so yeah, so it's been going pretty well. Okay. So I, you know, you know me, I don't, I don't like to deter you from your path yeah. and I, I just like to inspire you to be happy. So if it's going well, why, I guess, why, why mess it up? You know what mm. I mean? Why yep. are you dating anyone else? Or is it no, just no, a, no. Okay. No. Just, just going on from here. Yep. No, I just, as of a couple of weeks ago, decided, you know. Wait, to, so did you, did you define the relationship at this point? Is she your girlfriend? Uh, it seems to be like <laughs> we've moved to that place. To be. <laughs> so did you ask her like to go study? Uh, I bought her an ID bracelet. <laughs> wow. No. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I would never do that. Strike that from the record. Yeah. Okay. No, it just in conversations. It came up and, you know, and it was like, oh, great. So it was explicitly stated a commitment? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Wow. wow. Well, that's great. We're we're really happy for you. Yeah, thank that, you. That's great. I, um, I guess what, did you want to know anything? Did you want to ask me a question? Uh off air <laughs> no but all right i'll ask you your feelings have they now that i've given you much more detail any thoughts and and if they're not positive i i want to hear the truth i just i just want you to know this is my objective feeling yeah it really has i i really i really liked her thought she was a good person and, and i i admire all the things about her that you do it's just different energies and uh, that's a little that's a little challenging but so, we can we can work it out so I need you to help me here. You got it. I need you to help me on this. By no CJ. means. By no means am I off the hook because I, that's what we do. I didn't have to be the bad guy, but you're going to have to be the practical guy. Absolutely. So not off either you're going to agree or you're going to disagree, but you know what? I'm going to challenge you for something. I'm going to intuitate challenge you right wow. now. Wow. You know what I'm going to do? Lay it down. I'm going to lay it down. Lay it down. Put it on the tapes. I want you to tune into your intuition as well on the situation and see what you pick up after I give my my assessment. You got it. Okay. I do energetically believe that she's got something going on. I really believe she's got a lot of great energy. I like her as a person and I like you as a person. Here are the pros and cons. Completely different energetically. What I'm concerned about with you is that, you know, you, you've been through a divorce and you, you were married 30 years. And at this point, it seems to me, and this is just my truthful answer, that you see all these good things there is to love about her. And you're like, well, on paper, this all looks great. And it it just seems like you you're you're making the connection happen, and I just don't want you to attach because it kind of looks good to make happen. You know what I'm saying? Like that that's kind of what I'm feeling. It's, okay. You and her came from many different lifestyles and, and backgrounds, so I think that's going to kind of come into play as you move into a more serious situation, as far as like moving in together or, or moving forward together. All in all, I feel that let's say it doesn't last a long time, I still feel she's going to be an important part of your life. I still feel a friendship and I still almost feel a business uh, situation with the two of you as well. Oh, interesting. So I think you guys might, you know, do something together where I, you know what I'm talking you about. You really right? are good, by the way, because oh. <laughs> that was the meeting I just had prior to coming in here was really? a business situation. And that is amazing. Holy wow. mackerel. Well, I think that's where it's headed with you and her. I think you guys are going to be very respectful of each other. And I think there's a reason you two connected. And I think it's a divine connection that happened. I think she's supposed to help you in a way. And I think you're supposed to help her. But I think I want you to pay attention to your own intuition when it comes to 
what you want for yourself as far as the connection you want and what you want to feel. And, and that's really important. And I know you're, you're very intuitive. So this connection has to play itself out and continue. And um, I think there's still a lot to learn here with the both of you. No, that's excellent advice and feedback. And uh, I appreciate that because, you know, where my head is, you know, I'm in a very, I'm in a great place mentally. Yes. I've, I've never been happier working for a company like this. I have an excellent relationship with my ex and my kids, which is the most important part of my life. They're all doing great and we have phenomenal relationships together. May I tell one quick funny story? Sure. So ahead. my youngest, Gabby, goes to Delaware. And she always throughout her life has had me study with her. She'll get like a thousand index cards she writes out. And then I would get on the scrawny couch and have to read her the questions. And if she got the answer wrong, put it onto the side, which my inner voice would be, oh, great. So now I'm going to be here till like one o'clock in the morning. So she still does this now from school. So the other night she said, you know, will you help me study? I was like, no problem. And she starts studying with me. And the next thing you know, she calls back and she goes, dad, did you fall asleep? And I go, oh my God, hon, I'm so sorry. She goes, that's okay. We're almost done. <laughs> and she continued for another half an hour. But anyway, I, great. I, I just, I love my kids to pieces. And, and you know what, where anything goes, I'm comfortable with it. You know, yeah. like I'm not, you know, obsessive or, you know, like I'm just in a very good place mentally. An accepting place, a happy place. It sounds yeah. like your life, your satisfaction with what you've got going on now, both job and family, is creating a sense of happiness and you're emitting that and that's gonna that's part of what's attracting this person to you. Mm. Yeah, I mean she is attracted to you and you're attracted to her. I'm I'm concerned about the depth because of the different energies that you both are emitting. And right now, I you know, and I've told you this before, you can't have anything deviate you from your path when it comes because you are actually divinely being guided right now along your career path. Right. And I feel you're right in that channel and you're and you're taking this this station and this company to another level. Thank you. And you're right at the brink of that. And I've seen in my own life, sometimes whether it's the right relationship or not the right relationship, whether it's bad or good, sometimes that energy in a in a romantic relationship can take me away from my focus. And it's done it many times before. And it's kind of, I think, delayed me in a lot of ways from kind of moving forward. Yeah, no, I, and, and we're totally in sync. My yeah. career... Because I think I admitted to you before in the last show that, you know, it's, it's critically important for my psyche to be, to make sure that our team is successful. Because if we're anything less than that, it's, ref I feel it's all my fault and mm -hmm. reflection of me. Um, I'm also taking things a day at a time, you yeah. know, and yeah. what happens That's all you happens. could do. Yeah. I'm living in the present. I hear a lot of acceptance behind that, Andy. Yeah. What's your intuitive feel, CJ? I want to know. My intuitive feel. Just from talking to Andy, when Andy talks about this relationship, in reading his energy, I feel he's happy. I mean, he's stating he's happy, but I, I really have a good feeling about the potential of this relationship. It sounds like they're really connecting. Their souls are connecting. And in, in addition to that, it, it, it kind of, as Andy he told me during the break, it kind of started out more of as a friendship, and he got to know the person, and then it sort of progressed into more of a relationship. I think that's beautiful. You, you, you may not have expected that to happen, but I, I think in, intuitively or on a deeper level, it may, you may have needed that in order for your souls to meet, to truly come together. Mm. Mm -hmm. I agree in one sense, but I disagree in the other. I agree mm. that the connection needed to happen. And this is why I feel you guys are kind of going along the same path. Because even when I met the two of you, I did feel a strong sense of destiny that you had things to do. But however, I trust your intuitive gut feeling tremendously. And you calling me up that day, I felt that was the truth that you were telling me about what your initial vibe was. 
And I know you and, and you always like to see the best and the positive in all situations. So you're like, well, why wouldn't I? Like, why wouldn't the, look at this? And when I asked you about it, you told me all these wonderful stories about how wonderful of a person she is. And I believe that. So, of course, in your mind, you're thinking, well, what am I crazy? Why, why shouldn't I try this out? I just want I want you to be sure that it's the actual right connection for you, not a connection. No, I think it's great because it's so important. You know, the, the old Maslow things, the uh, Maslow boxes of, um, mm-hmm. you know, going from unconscious competent to conscious competent. So as it relates to my love life uh, or lack thereof, <laughs> um, what you do is you allow me to become consciously competent by having my inner voice analyzing and thinking about everything that's going on so that I don't, you know, just go in a direction that I don't see. Correct. So I just want you to pay attention how you're feeling moving through this and not what looks good on paper to you. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Because you're a business guy too. So you see so many connections and you feel that I know for me, sometimes I know someone's meant to be in my life. Sometimes I'm lonely. I don't want to be alone. Sometimes it's like, well, I'm drawn to them. So I got to try this out. And we end up having a, a relationship, but ultimately it wasn't the connection that it was supposed to be that I thought it was. Cause I always pulled them all together. Like, okay, well if it's a, I'm d- being drawn, it means I have to get into a romantic relationship with them because I'm drawn because they're a good person. But it, it's, it doesn't necessarily mean that there are many facets of destiny points that you can hit together. And I kind of always in my earlier years, put them kind of all together and thought that's what it meant. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's a little bit of insight into the energetic thing that I'm kind of feeling with you. Yeah. No, thank Does that you. make sense? Yeah, totally. I, I enjoyed this. Okay. This is fun. Okay, good. Yeah. And I'm so happy. Like, to me, the greatest gift is when people are honest with you. Yeah. Uh, so I appreciate you uh, be very easy to candy coat things. And I yes. love, you know, the honest feedback from both of you. And uh, so I appreciate that. And we wish you both mm-hmm. the best. I oh, mean, I, I hope that it yeah. does kind of go in a different direction. But I, I will stick to what I said. Mm-hmm. Always pay attention to how you're feeling. And if you feel something slightly off, it doesn't mean that it's bad. It doesn't mean that you, it just means that there's an energetic shift of frequency. That's all it means. Okay. I feel that you are in the place where you're able to pay attention to what's going on. Like you said, you're in the present, you're in the moment, you're able to watch your feelings. So if you could step outside yourself and look at those feelings objectively, you're going to do the right thing. Yeah, we trust that you will. Great. Well, and I trust you. that you'll be on the phone with me in two seconds if you're thinking of making a decision anyway with this. <laughs> you know you run, it. You run it by yeah. me. I'll get a text. I know. Are you going to pick up this time, though? <laughs> did, oh, did I not no, pick no, up no. the phone? I'm kidding. Oh, I'm, I'm so kidding. sorry. No, no, no. I'm joking. I'm joking. Hey, I have to I have to get on into a day radio. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's important. But yes, now, of you've course. You've always been very responsive. I was only trying to be silly. No, that's okay. But yeah. I always, you know, I always pick up your call. Yes. So thank, thank you. you so much for coming on, Andy. And we're going to follow you as you go along, maybe touch base with you in a few weeks. Yeah. And see where it's headed. No, that's fun. And I, I will support it. you either way on your path. No, thank you. And and again, c- continued success on your thank show. You. Uh, it's just starting to build. And uh, I see great things for the future of the show. So uh, thank great you. job. Thank, thank you for thank having you. me on today. All right. We'll Thanks see you after the on. show. Okay. Sounds okay. good. Bye. I am so excited to to welcome um, Bobby Brown to the show. Dirty Rocker Boys, Love and Lust on the Sunset Strip. She's the author of that book, Star of Cherry Pie and Ex-Wives of Rock. Um, I'm just going to read this. When Bobby Brown starred in the iconic music video for Warren's Cherry Pie, she became an overnight Hollywood sensation. In Dirty Rocker Boys, Love and Lust on the Sunset Strip, Bobby shares some of the most uncensored and explicit Hollywood sex, sto- sex stories of love, sex, and revenge on the Sunset Strip ever told by a woman. Bobby, are you on the line? Ever. 
Yes. Hello, Bobby. Oh, my Bobby. God, Bobby. I got to read some of your book. And let me tell you, I couldn't put it down. Um, oh, I'm glad. It, you know, your stories, I thought, you know, because I, I read the press release and I was like, okay, she's going to talk about Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm like, man, I always wondered what it'd be like to hook up with him. You know, and <laughs> when I read your part of the book that had to do with him showing up at your door with barrettes in his hair and how you yeah. saw him. And I'm like, I could totally relate to the whole bad boy. Like when you kind of go through the type of life that you were brought up in, which was an alcoholic, basically an alcoholic household. Um, right. And you're used to the chaos and the drama. And these these pretty boys just don't do it for you. They just don't, you know, <laughs> and, and and most women kind of getting into the Hollywood scene would think to themselves, oh, the chance to hook up with these guys. And these guys didn't even phase you like it was. I mean, to hear the story of Leonardo and the, to find out that he was just not happy about the fact that you told people about what happened, the way you described him totally took away the sex appeal that I thought he had. <laughs> I have to tell you, you know, um, it's it's kind of crazy. But, you know, there there's a lot of talk of, of addictive behavior, substance abuse, the fact mm-hmm. that Hollywood was easy being fame, becoming famous. It didn't really it wasn't hard for you, but it, it didn't. Your your search for love was really at the core, I think, of the addictive. Like, forget, okay, we know there was substance abuse. We know there was addiction. But I think the main addiction here was the uh, search for love. I think even though even when you became famous, it yep. was like, that's what you wanted. You wanted that knight in shining armor, right? Yeah. It's always uh, pretty much been my priority. You know, my, my agent used to say, God forbid if you're in a relationship because I couldn't focus on anything else. And that's really ultimately was. And is what I've always kind of been looking for, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, so you got to Hollywood, you became famous very quickly and you just, I mean, you set Kevin Costner's house on fire. I saw that part. I think that was hilarious how you dealt with him because most people going to his house wouldn't, you know, wouldn't think to act that way. And you just didn't care, which I really liked because I, you know, I'm the same way. Like people don't, I'm not impressed by that stuff. And you would think that you're like a new model on the scene. You're doing all these music videos that you would try to charm all these people. Uh-huh. And you just didn't care, which I think boosted you to another level of fame because people saw that. She did exactly what you or I would have done. Yeah. It's just really weird how, you know, I used to say that they can smell your neediness or, or your fear or whatever. Like the more you wanted or needed something, the less they were interested. Mm-hmm. Isn't that the you same know? with men, too, in a way? I guess so. I mean, yeah, I guess in a way. I mean, I don't, I, you know, I used to think that, you know, I had the book written on, you know, what to do or how to play the game, but really I don't even have a chapter. So, yeah. uh, I don't think you know, I'm, I'm still winging it. Yeah. I mean, are you in love now? Do you, have you found your knight in shining armor? Have you found someone that really can, can fulfill you mentally, spiritually, emotionally, psychically, all of it? God, you know, I can't really say I'm, I'm in a new relationship. I had, I was in a very toxic relationship for like eight years. And then finally got out of that and then just um, recently met a 29-year-old. And he treats me better than anybody has ever treated me in my life. And I, I think I'm in love with him, but it's only been three months. So, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you know? we're hearing a lot about that lately. Uh, I don't know. For the past two years, I've been seeing a lot of old, and they call them cougars, but I don't, I don't even like to hear that word. But, that you word, know. Yeah. But these 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 women, we're taking better care of ourselves. We're looking better as we get older, and we don't want yeah. the, the fat bald guy walking around who doesn't care about himself. He, you know, he goes gets his career off the ground. He doesn't work sure. out anymore. You know, we feel yeah. that we we deserve someone who who is looking good. And I think you know they they have a little more energy and they want to yeah. please us. Yes. And uh, I don't know it what brings us, happens. It brings us back to the age gap issue that we often discuss on the show. 
people are reaching beyond that and really looking into the person, who the person is, what they can offer. How does it, like, like Bobby said, he takes care of me. He treats me better than anyone mm-hmm. else ever. Who cares about the age gap? Let it go. Yeah. And You're you both know, adults, I, let it go. Yeah. And, and, and CJ's right. And I think with you, Bobby, you look at Madonna, you look at J- Jennifer Lopez, yeah. you look at these women, they've always dated younger men and you have that same personality type you know you, you're a strong woman you know what you want and i don't think that the controlling guy is for you you know the not guy at not at all you not. just don't want that well i always used to say two men don't make a marriage and you know <laughs> that's true so, yeah i'm a very a masculine feminine person so you know i'm definitely a headstrong you know independent and that's not for everybody so this guy, he doesn't have, you know, he's not financially set or anything like that. And I don't even care. That doesn't even matter to me. Just that mm-hmm. he treats me really good and he's there for me in every way and just nice and kind and appreciative and full of flattery and just all that. And Bobby, how was it an uncomfortable um, transition for you from going from these toxic, insane relationships to finally finding someone who treats you well? What was that like? Yeah, were you uncomfortable to like get used to that? Was that uncomfortable for you? Well, at first, I would say um, I would be like, are, "Are you joking?" I feel like this is what you're saying. I feel like you're joking. <laughs> He'd be like, "No, why would I be joking? You're amazing. You're fabulous. You know all this stuff." I was so used to hearing, you know, what a horrible monster I was, and because you know, like the last toxic relationship was such a verbally abusive one that I was just like shocked. And to be honest with you, I for it like so hard because I know what it's like to be treated so badly and talked to so badly that this kid came along and started you know treating me like I deserve to be treated and talking to me with respect that I just ate it up no was the transition hard no I fell for it hard now did you put it together that your mom went through the same thing you know in your book you talked about how she went from the horrible relationship to the guy to Earl who she was with you know after your dad actually no not not until just now yeah, you, no, you're following the same the same mm-hmm. pattern. Huh. Yeah. It's good. Odd. It's better than it was. That's for, that's for sure. But you know what I think? I think that, and coming from, you know, having a divorced family myself, my mom was married to a totally different guy than, and than she is with now. I think when the mother kind of goes ahead and actually changes the pattern yeah. to kind of show you that they can do it, I think if your mom didn't leave your dad, I, I don't know if you would have a chance because she it showed you. Yeah, yeah she point. showed yeah. you. That's a really good point. And so now you're telling me this and I'm like, oh my God, I just, your mom went, did the same thing. Yeah. Uh, which is awesome because she laid that. out the um, carpet for you to to show you that, you know, you can do it too. Yeah. I never thought about that. I should tell her that too. She'd probably feel good. Absolutely. I feel good. You know, yeah. you know, I, I, I'm a medium and psychic, so obviously I'm tuning into your situation. I can't help myself. Uh-huh. I, you know, I think... As women, you know, I'm I'm successful in business, but my relationships, you know, I always seem to be in competition with men or, or the men that are drawn to my light seem after right. a while afraid of my success. Or if they're not as successful, it becomes like what you dealt with with Kenny, that same right. thing. You know, it right. was like you, you guys both moved to L.A. and your success kind of took, you know, a huge step in, in a direction and you came home to him having a mental breakdown over it. Right. And um, yeah. so we walk around with a lot of light and a lot of masculine energy and it, it attracts a lot of people, but then the masculinity, femininity principle kind of comes into play. But as right. women, when we come home, we want to be desired, adored and appreciated mm-hmm. as a woman. Yes. And that this guy's giving that to you because, okay, you, you've, you've done the Hollywood thing. You've had fame. Did that fulfill you totally? No, of course not. Yeah. Yeah. So, so 
if you didn't have it, you wouldn't have known and you would have thought maybe it would have. And now you have it and you're like, no, it didn't do it. But love is is what we're all looking for. You know, it seems like he's making you happy. Absolutely. He's making me so happy. Not only is he making me so happy, I've lost 20 pounds. Wow. Oh, well, you're, you're, you look great. Is this you on the, the cover of this book? You're telling me you, you look amazing. Fabulous. That's me in my heyday. That's, that's not current me. <laughs> oh, I thought this was the current picture. You, no, that's me in my cherry pie days. Current picture is on the inside. It's, uh, you'll see 2013 with me and my girlfriend. Where is that? I have the hardcover. It's not in here. Okay. Yeah. In the, in the, the, uh, in the section. Oh, okay. Okay. The one yes. with the uh, Sharice and, and you and yeah. talk. Well, you look yes. still as beautiful as Just you did as lovely there. as you did in the 80s. Just as lovely. Yeah, Thank you. You look like you didn't age a bit. No. Thank you so much. And so how are you doing with your recovery and everything? Is everything going a lot better with that? Yeah. I mean, I'm honestly happier than I've ever been right That's... now in my life. You know, I'm super grateful. I learned, you know, to be grateful over the years. And I think that that, you know, being humbled and all of that stuff, I think I've come full, full circle and... I'm just really grateful and happy, you know, it doesn't suck. And, um, you know, I have this great new relationship and my daughter's doing amazing in college and, you know, all that stuff. Like, I can't complain. Yeah, it sounds like you've come a long way on your path to recovery. And it sounds like it may have been necessary for you to go through what you've gone through. And I mean, right now, this is a great place. Uh, what was it like getting to this place? What were the, in, in terms of recovery? The, 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 was it difficult? Did you find it easier? What, what, just, yeah, what was it like? No, it was, I mean, I went through a hard, I had a hard time, you know, I basically went, you know, all the way back to the bottom and, you know, kind of crawled my way back to where, you know, I am now. Basically, it took me 20 years to accomplish what I tried starting in my 20s. But I, yeah, it was definitely a rough patch. You know, I moved home. I didn't know what to do. I had had some fame. And then, you know, my mom suggested I work at Subway. I had a breakdown. You know, it was just kind of like, I didn't know who I was, who to trust, what to do or where to go from where I'd already been. Mm-hmm. Because, you know what I mean? I didn't know, like, do I go from being this, you know, successful model, making this money, having this life, to working at Subway, really? Like, you know, I just thought that working at Subway is a bad thing, but it just was such a weird transition for me, and I just didn't know what to do. Finally, I just got so tired of being sad or uh, having regret and all that stuff um, that I just said, you know, I'm either going to break and stay here and be a humiliation and embarrassment to my child, Mm -hmm. or I'm going to, like, get back up off my feet you know, on my feet again and just, just plow through what I want, you know, positive affirmation, gratitude, being humbled, being, you know what I mean? Just start from scratch. If I have to start at the bottom, that's fine. Became a personal assistant. Attitude. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just, just because I just embraced the fact that like, you know, this is what I had to do. I think that, you know, things kind of came to me because of my new attitude or, appreciation or gratitude and you know i had like a little job working as a personal assistant at a dog pet agency i was like the grunt work and they got a reality show and that's where it kind of all started to stir up like they were like what 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 are you doing here Uh like kind of thing slowly but surely you know you know took years but like it finally came to fruition and probably the reason oh why God. you're able to have a successful relationship now is because you're not using. And, and most people don't put those things together. They think that it's them and doesn't have anything to do with the drugs or alcohol, but it's so much to do with it. Um, yeah. I mean, 
my last relationship, my, my last boyfriend, uh, was, you know, addicted to certain things. My current guy, no drugs, no nothing, which is awesome. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, no interest, regular job, you know, it's kind of nice. Stable. It is. It is. Yeah. You know, we wish you the best with that. And, and is there anything you want to mention about your book or what women can, can get out of this or inspire them and, you know, how they can get a copy and anything you'd like to say about your book, feel free. Absolutely. The book isn't, you know, it's, it's not necessarily a tell all or, you know, it's basically a story of my life with some interesting, funny stories along the way. But it is a tale that is, comes full circle. It starts, you know, as my childhood and then ends up current, you know, current today. And I don't want anyone to feel like that I was a victim because I chose all of my own, you know, choices. All, I made all my own decisions and it's made me who I am today. All the experiences I've had, you know, have made me the person I am today. And I don't, I don't have any bad feelings towards that. And I feel like you can accomplish anything if you put your mind to it. You know, even if you get down to the very bottom, you know, rock bottom, you can, you can totally pull yourself out of it. And my show, XYZ Rock, we're very strong women who support each other. It's a reality show that's not about fighting and tearing each other apart and causing drama. It's, it's very uplifting and support for women. I think that gives a good message. So if anybody ever wants to see that show, that's on the Fuse Network or the Slice Network in Canada. And the book you can get on Amazon or at any, you know, bookstore anywhere. Awesome. Well, we we are so appreciative that you came on and, and are willing to discuss this stuff with us because this is what we focus mm-hmm. on too. And we really get, you know, if you want to come on again, let us know. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk to you more about your relationship and see how it's going, get an update. You really had a yeah, message of hope, time. Bobby. Thank you. Yes, you did. Thank you so much for calling. And um, we will put all your information on our website too. Awesome. Thank you guys. Have a wonderful day. You, you too. too. Bye-bye. All right. She was awesome. She that really was, was. That was a lot of fun. Hope. That's um, what I got. We're going to bring Liz on the line and she has a question for us about her love life. Liz, are you there? Yes, I am, Marissa. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing well today. Hi, CJ. I hope you're both doing well. Yeah, I'm doing great. Now we- I'm not out on the road. I'm calling from work when my boss is away. I'm listening to your radio station. Well, we, we know your boss, actually. <laughs> yeah, well, don't tell her, her, okay? She is uh, one of the people that I recommend for when I'm a medical intuitive by day, and I send people to her practice. I send people to her as well. Yes. She's phenomenal. And See, then she would support me, not her not being here, but me calling in. Yes. <laughs> and you have been through the intuitive development program from my school. I have. And you've developed your intuition, very intuitive person. And you wanted to ask a question about your love life. I do. Kind of hopefully with a little intuition, intuition on your part. Yes. Um, well, I've been with my fiance now for 10 years. He's just recently my fiance, but we've been together for 10 years, live together where you're not. But unfortunately, he has experienced some serious health issues in the last couple months, mm-hmm. um, which has caused a major change in everything. I mean, he had to leave work. He's basically dis- disabled now. Um, he's had to leave work, and which is causing major you know, financial issues and basically a whole new life change for us. And, you know, it's just difficult. Because, number one, we're not married. And uh, we basically need to move due to finances and all now. And I'm just kind of not really sure, you know, I, I of course I, I want to move with him, but he's talking possibly moving, you know, far away and things like, you know, moving south to Florida kind of area where it's warm. <laughs> and I just, I'm not really sure what I should do about that or, or how that's going to pan out. And if, if it does, as far as my career and all. So um, okay. I was hoping maybe for a little of your intuition. Yes. 
initially, it's like you're asking one question, but I'm getting information about another mm-hmm. uh, part of this whole thing. I'm seeing if you guys try to, through making all these moves, I'm seeing some major financial stuff going on with the bills and, and everything else. And I think that's mm-hmm. going to put a little bit of a monkey wrench on both of your plans because I think he's going to want something a lot different for his future than what you're going to want at this point. Um, mm-hmm. I don't doubt that the love is there and his loyalty is there to you. But I see more of a, on your part, more of a reserve um, mm-hmm. because he's going to want to move forward with you. I don't think he wants the relationship to end. Right. So and now why am I picking up your kids? Um, well, my daughter, actually, she, she's been living with me for the last five years, and she actually just left to move to California on Monday. Okay. She flew out to California on Monday. So as far as that part, you know, yeah. frees me up. <laughs> yeah, because I picked up a major change with a child. So That's a definitely a major change on that. So, yeah, I feel that you're going to be the one, and I, I, I don't want to tell you what to do, Liz, because right. this is such a major life decision. But I think you guys are going to have some very tough heart-to-hearts. And I think it's all going to come down to a practical decision over an emotional one. Yeah, that's the, that's the hard part. <laughs> uh, CJ, do you feel anything here? Practically, yes. He, intuitively, I would agree with you that he wants to stay in the relationship. He doesn't want it to end. Right. And, and practically, it's going to take compromise and work. Do you really want to move, Liz? It sounds there sounds like there's some hesitation. Part of me does. Part 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 of me would pick up tomorrow and move, but I happen mm-hmm. to have a granddaughter in this area, so that that is, now that my daughter moved to California, my son is left is in this area with a with a three year old granddaughter. So honestly, that and my mom in the area. Other uh-huh. than that, I'd go tomorrow. Understood. Really Understood. Now I don't see you moving. I have you to don't. tell you. No, I don't. Yet deep down, I mean, it, when it comes down to it, at any cost, do you want to be with him? Well, that changes on a daily basis. Yeah. See, I don't <laughs> think you're sure. I think if you were totally in love and you were sure. But the thing is, I don't think it's that he had health problems and now you're not sure. I don't think you've been sure for a little, for a I little while. Think, I think it comes down to a, a, that brings out a whole other situation, which is me growing in one area and, and you know, yes. a, an un- unequally yoked type of thing. I so. Yeah. Which can, which always concerns me that I would grow in one way and he wouldn't or would not be, have any interest in growing in a certain, you know, way and that would cause a, a problem. I feel you a know, caution. I feel a caution around a move for you. I think if you do, there, you might be a little unsettled. Okay. Um, I don't know why. I'm just getting that feeling. Okay. And I, but I think you're unsettled in general about this relationship. I don't see it, it ending right now. I right. think there's still a lot for you guys to go through. I don't, right, because I don't want it to, really. Right. I, you know, my heart is not there, too, but, you know, I worry about the future. Yeah, but you know? if you're in the present, if you're in today, you mm-hmm. uh, you do have doubts and you're not really fully 100% invested in this. You're right. Yeah, yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. So, all right, so, so you don't see it moving. You don't see it going. If so. you move, I feel you'll come back pretty quickly. Well, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, good. So, That's what I wanted to hear. I wanted to hear what your, you know, opinion on that was. So I appreciate that. And you know, I'll tell it to you straight, as I say. Yes, that. I know. <laughs> I know well, that, and I appreciate that. Thank you for that. No, no problem. And I hope to hear from you soon, Liz. All right, you guys Thanks, have a great Liz. day. So much. You, you too. too. All right. Well, this was a, a lot of a lot of intuitive radio today. I wow. mean, we had the general manager on. We got to see what goes on with his love life. I love seeing got, looking into the GM's love life. I do. It's such a great part of the show. I know. I think he's he's such a br- like positive guy. I really he, like. He's bright. He's, he's yeah. brilliant. He emits sunshine. 
sunshine and love. Yeah, you could see the sparkle in his eyes. You, if like you are having a bad day, he'd be the guy to give you an ice cream cone and a hug. He'd cheer you up at, at, at what I, whatever you're going through. Would you cheer Good people time, up? Good time, Andy. Depending on what you're going through. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you know I can cheer people up. I can turn things around. And of course, we had Bobby Brown, the cherry. Um, and how about me? I'm like, oh, this is uh, a picture from now. Uh-huh. And she's like, uh, no, it's not. It's from no. like the video. But she really does. She really did not she change. She looks fantastic today. Yeah. So we really appreciate Bobby coming on. And I, I really want to know what happened. I just as happens. much of a crush on her today as I did back then. I'm interested to see if this, this younger man relationship works so that so we can talk I. about it. Yeah. I think yeah, I'm going to follow up with her. follow up with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See if she'll come back on in, in three months. Such a message of hope, too. It was It's beautiful for the show, beautiful for our, us and our listeners. And uh, that, that sweater's beautiful, too. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Well, this is Intuitate Radio. We explore sweaters. We explore relationships. We explore Colorado. We explore Bobby Brown. We it's explore all, it's all Hollywood. Um, and we hope you're enjoying this. And if you, you listen to our podcast or come on to my website, connectionbeyond.com and connect with me, Intuitate Radio. Radio.